Welcome to That Park Life Podcast. I am Greg, joined as always by... Your girl, Beth. Your girl, out. Beth. It's officially some... I've, I feel like it's not technically summer yet, but y'all, it's getting hot out there. And also, we wanted to give a shout out uh, in memorial, I guess you would say, uh, Samuel E. Wright, who is the voice of Sebastian, passed away. And so we mm. wanted to play that clip, clip for y'all because we love it. Um, totally iconic voice. I feel like that's just one of the voices of our childhood, so. Yes. Well. Very somber. I love that sound clip. You hate it, but we all like the actor, the voice actor. He's totally yeah. cool. Just, I hate it just because it means that it's hot out. Also, I don't think I ever caught before that he says, it must be 900 degrees in the shade, yes. is what he says. <laughs> yeah, it's officially, um, I probably need to wear shorts to work now, but I'm just not ready for my coworkers to see my pale, pasty legs. <laughs> So I got to work on that a little bit. Also, by the time you're listening to this, if it's Tuesday, um, I will be in the park. Yeah. So can we get a bah, bah, bah for that? Because I will be. Thank you. Thank you. Doug and I will be walking around Magic Kingdom, hopefully, hopefully not sweating it out too much, but super excited. I am proud of myself for being quick on the ones and twos today because I know for everyone that, that may quick. not know our sound effects are injected into the show live so to speak while we're talking mm -hmm. and I was doing something else and I bam went right back to my phone and smacked that air horn, air horn button. We are what we like to call live to tape folks. Something just, like that uh, anyway. Some kind of term that we use here in the biz. No really I don't <laughs> know if anyone uses that. It's just something my husband says so I'm like yeah sure yeah us two we're so professional we're live to tape so, as well. So professional. So great so great. Barely Anyways, edited. What do we got going on today? You've done some things today. You've got some updates yeah. for us. Since we last spoke, um, I spent some time at Disney Springs. I feel like I may have been to the park at least once or twice since our last episode. But uh, most recently was our trip to, trip, our trip to Disney Springs. Yeah, we did a trip to Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. um, we hit up our old, reliable friend, T-Rex. I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but like I will continue talking about this because it is one of the best values in my life was how Nicole and I became like royalty members for the company that owns T-Rex. Mm, Landry's is the name okay. of the restaurant yeah. chain company, and they have multiple locations across the country. So if you pay $25, it's a one-time charge. Okay. They immediately put a $25 welcome bonus onto your account. And then every year for your birthday, they give you $25 to spend. <gasps> so we have two. I had that one for me and one for Nicole. And um, so we were able to redeem that, one of them. Um, so we got $25 off of our bill, which is a lot, yeah. right? So for both of us to eat there with uh, tax and gratuity, it was 20 bucks, which is f for a Disney restaurant and a full meal. That's pretty good. Yeah. That was a, a cheap, that's a win. So for we continue down, to do that. You know? Yeah. And if, if you look at the prices, the T-Rex is expensive. The burger yeah. that I got today is normally eighteen ninety nine. Wow. So there you go. That's pretty much your whole gift card there. We're doing some yeah. birthday things because this Friday is Doug's birthday. Well, okay. You guys, we're recording this a little before. 
uh, Doug's birthday is the 28th, and so we're mm-hmm. doing some birthday things. We're getting in all the coupons. There's a lot of stuff out there. I don't remember if you saw earlier this season, um, I think it was Nicole, Nicole from Disney Dream Co. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, she did like a thing for, like, here's yeah. all the things I can get for my birthday for free. Yeah, like she did a whole um, like video for the day. I was like, oh my gosh, it's a lot of stuff. I mean, like basically yeah. you'd have to eat thousands of calories in one day. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, they only offer things for that day, which kind of annoys me. Yes. But we have to use like a, it's a free pizza coupon or something. So we're doing that tomorrow. But anyway. Very Anyhow, <laughs> super excited about all the free food. Yeah, you should be. Um, in my time at, at Springs, you know, we went into World of Disney. We went into some of the other stores. And my COVID Disney Springs experience has always been you got to wait outside and they got to count the number of people that are yeah. in the store. They don't seem to be doing that at any location. Okay, I was going to ask. Which is, which is not to say they're acting with reckless abandon. Like They're still paying attention. Yeah. But they don't have to distance as much. So it seems like they're just letting in pretty much anybody. A bunch of people. Um, unlike the parks, it still appears as if places like World of Disney still have dedicated entrances and exits. Some of the stores okay. or shops in the parks, they've gotten rid of that. Not all of them, some of them. Um, but it, for sure at World of Disney, there are dedicated entrances and exits. Mm. And one last thing I'll mention, um, it's been in the news a little bit, but you know, capacity is increasing at the parks, yeah. which... You know, I don't know how you all feel about it, but it makes me happy because the more people that are here, the more cast members they're bringing back, which hopefully includes yeah. me. That's so right. um, I will tell you that even though capacity is increasing, I'm still finding that the sweet spot, by the way, this is not different or new. <clears throat> the sweet spots are always the very beginning of the day because yeah. the earlier you get there, the better shot you have. But the interesting thing about closing times at night is that since there are no fireworks at Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. It's not like or a Epcot, mass or, exodus. Or any of their, yeah, or any of their nighttime spectaculars. People aren't hanging around. So a yeah. lot of times when the kids are tired, they're just leaving. Like, okay, yeah. we have to stay till nine for the fireworks. They're, I think they're just going. So even though capacity has increased, we were still at Magic Kingdom the other day and we still walked on to a handful of rides at night. And that's still nice. So just yeah. know that even though capacity is increasing, it's obviously going to be a little more crowded than maybe you've seen, certainly since the beginning of the reopening. But you still have some times of the day where you're not going to be waiting in big giant lines. Yeah, I'm secretly hoping that we can be on People Mover at Park Close. <laughs> That'd be okay. nice. It you know, is. I'm, it's I very know, we doable. We might just try it. We might just try it out. Um, since this is this will be your first People Mover experience in over a year, mm-hmm. highly recommend a just at like golden hour time because like that's for me that's the best and then after the sun is fully set because tomorrow then vibes are i think the best yeah in my opinion we're probably riding it a lot like as many times as i can get on it that you can do the fingers the finger swirl i mean we literally might just be like huh pirates of the caribbean haunted mansion people mover space mountain i mean just in a loop who knows i like that (laughs) we got one day people we're gonna fill it up before we bring in dylan for our cast member chat uh, let's go through some history and a uh, quick shout out to Stephanie over at World Traveler Trading Co. And we know as of last week, those lip balm holders are available. Mm, but yep. I do want to mention, since I feel like I know a bunch of people who were recently accepted and even gotten their assignment for the Disney College program, it's possible that a lot of you out there are in that same boat. You know someone, maybe you want to get them a little something, especially if there was someone who had their first DCP canceled because of COVID. They're finally going back. Stephanie does offer some nice Disney College program key fobs and things. They're a nice nice little, like, what what would be a stocking stuffer, but it's not Christmas. But you know what I mean. Yeah. And don't forget to use our special discount code. Cersei, if you will. And our code is ThatParkLife. 
And of course, a link to her shop is in the description of this episode as usual. Now for some Disney history brought to you by The Mouselet. By the way, I don't know if you saw The Mouselet story uh, last week following our Would You Rather episode. They played our Would You Rather game and they actually were using some of the Would You Rather scenarios we uh, either came up with ourselves or ones that were submitted to us. And they were playing their own little game. So shout out to them. Check out their shop when you get a chance. I'm taking us all the way back to 1994. We talked about this last week, but this is actually the week that the Mickey Mania Parade debuted at Walt Disney World. And uh, I saw it on there and I got really excited because that means we get to play another clip of this amazing <laughs> parade. And I can't wait. It's, it's such a silly parade. Okay. You know, without any further ado, here's a little bit more Let's of the Mickey it. Mania. Man, it's just so good. Just getting into it. Did she she say shake your tuxedo? Yes. And I'm sure he grabbed his like collar and was doing like that shift. Probably. Probably. Mm, Gotta love that background jams. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good. I'm going to take us back to the year 1989, which I can't believe was 32 years ago. Wow. Yeah, that's when right. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon a water park opened up. Mm. I can't believe it was 32. I, I just assume it opened up in like the late 90s, early 2000s. I don't know why I think that. It's, it's just one of those while. things where... They've refurbed it though, haven't they? Like since I mean, then? they've definitely added some things here and there. I mean, you know, there's the the Crush and Gusher, the, the roller coaster water mm-hmm. slide there that was new at the time. So a lot's happened since it opened in 1989. But who knew? Who knew that 32 years later, here we are, Typhoon Lagoon is still alive and kicking. Although not currently alive and kicking. It's not open. But... Right. Eventually, we'll be reopening, I'm sure. It will. So, Beth, without any further ado, I think it's time to bring in our guest. And since it's 2021, it makes sense that I came across our guest, Dylan, because of TikTok. <laughs> because if there's yes. one bad, like, really bad habit I've picked up over the quarantine and COVID times is TikTok. Because I think it's ultimately the worst thing that's ever been created on Earth. Simultaneously, the best thing. So, it really is, though. <laughs> there's no better introduction for you than that, Dylan. Here you go. Welcome, Welcome. Dylan. Thanks for Welcome joining Dylan. us. Hello, thank you for having me. Of course, I appreciate I it. I feel yeah. hit because we know what TikTok is, right? I mean, in that kind of way uh, right now. Every single night, we we get to, I get together with my roommate and we go over TikToks that we send each other and just <laughs> cackle our, our little behinds off. It's like, it's like, like two in the morning. Yeah, the more I talk to people, they're like, "Well, they I go to bed now and I TikTok like that's what I do before I go to bed." Like, yes, of course you do. Of course, and it's like people of all ages too. It's they get hooked uh-huh. on it. That's why I haven't really gotten hooked on it yet. I haven't. I haven't let myself do that because I know that I will never sleep. So Let's I know what sleep. it is. That was... I've done a little bit of it, but I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm drawing the line. I watch a lot. I've made a few, you know. So yes. Well, obviously, they, uh, you've made at least they've one. Gone places. Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Because that's, that's where you came across my, my For You page. So more on that <sighs> in a minute. But there's a lot a lot to talk about with you, Dylan, here, because I have, I have your list of things you've done at Disney. And let me ask you, um, how did you get started? What made you want to work for Disney? What's your Disney story? 
So I actually uh, came across a friend when I actually went to culinary school. Oh. Uh, that's a whole nother story. But yeah. uh, very, very hands-on and very kinesthetic person. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Because I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. My friend was like, let's go to culinary school. I was like, yeah, why not? So I was there, and our uh, degree program was expanding, but they needed to, they were building an entirely new um, facility in school downtown, like a, like an institute. And it was going to be like a year or so until it happened. So I finished with the certificate program. And my friend was like, yeah, I used to work at Disney and this and that. And you should try there. And I was like, yeah, uh, okay. And so I applied uh, with the thought that I was going to be there for like eight or nine months. Mm-hmm. And uh, 13 years later, yeah. I am... <laughs> still here doing some different things but uh yeah i was like i i went back and i finished school and then realized that i did not want to be a pastry chef Mm -hmm. it was fun and all but um it just it just things had changed i'd become a lot more social i'm actually fairly introverted if anyone can believe that Mm -hmm. um and uh the first role i did was food and beverage at the all-star resort oof That was uh, that was an adventurous an eight months. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. There was a uh, just a, it was a culture change. I was the youngest person there, mm-hmm. and everyone had families. And I'm like, let's hang out. They're like, nah, sorry, I gotta pick up the kids from school. Yes. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I did that for a couple months, and I then transferred into what uh, parade audience control, which at the time was uh, so Pac does. Uh, they keep the guests off of the street when any sort of parade uh, goes down the street. But they also, uh, at the time, we were doing turnstiles and tickets when we actually had turnstiles before Magic Bands. This is many years before yeah. that. <laughs> so we did both of those, and I was like, this is fun. And then I went back to school. I went seasonal. And I finished up school and was like, ah, this is this is great, I think. All right, cool. So uh, let's go back to Disney. So I... Uh, uh, reapplied, came back down as a college program student uh, as a character attendant, and have been doing that on and off with uh, coordinating and float driving for the last 10 years. That was wow. 2000, and wow. what year is this? 21? So yeah. 2011. Okay. Yeah. Was, yeah 10 years. <laughs> 10 years in that. And uh, obviously, I like it more than anything I've ever done. Oh, yeah. You've so, stayed there for much longer. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it because you're, you're not really dealing with a lot of people, like face to face? I had to when I was I was when I what I when I started with PAC they were like well you're gonna have to talk to people I was like oh god oh, no <laughs> and so you know being cussed at in every language imaginable mm-hmm. I just developed a skin and I was like these people aren't mad at me they're mad at the situation yeah. and I just it rolled off my back and to be a character attendant you know close lines and tell people yeah. you know you're not gonna be able to see these characters is just it was just it was very easy mm. given all the things that I dealt with before so right. I was like. Wow, I like this. Now I gotta talk to people, and now yeah. I'm social. And I was like, who knew? I uh, I have at least one friend who has done PAC, and that's when I learned what PAC was—the Parade Audience Control. So mm-hmm. if we could start there, we actually had um, someone on uh, Ben who was quick service food and beverage at one of the All Stars. By the way, he says he claims to have loved it, and yeah. I think that he's being sincere. Except <laughs> I also think he may be losing some of his marbles because he's the only person I've ever heard who said that it was. I a think great he experience. also worked with some younger people. Yeah, so I think he had a, yeah. had a great like group more, of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see I that like, being very different when you're working with people that are just, like, older than you and have families. You're like, you guys are no fun. Like, Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Know? Yeah, I had, like, two friends that were, uh, like, within, like, my, my age my age range of within, like, two or three years. And that's, they actually were like, you should apply for this. And mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, this is real lucky that I happened to find you guys. Yeah. So... 
Yeah. I am very so, interested though in the the pack thing because I'm like yeah. I don't know. Knowing myself, I'm like, how do you not yell at people? How do you like? What are the crazy things that people do and say to you when you're trying to be like, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am, get it together, move, please move aside. <laughs> uh, I, I at the core of it, you know, safety is is the most important thing, and there there's a point where you're gonna be have to be just more stern. Like, I don't think I ever yelled at anybody. I have had guests come to my aid and yell for me, and I'm just like. <gasps> And I've had them actually say some pretty offensive things. One person said a fairly racist thing, and I was like, "Oh!" Like, and then they walked away. I was like, this I, comments. They they do not reflect my my thoughts. I, I I do not. They do not speak for me. But also, I need you to wait on the other side of the rope. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> wait. I have a question. So okay. you said that uh -huh. you had a guest speak on your behalf, and that's an important concept to me because there are sometimes, as a guest, mm. where I could tell that the parade audience control cast member is trying to be as nice and, and diplomatic as humanly possible but the guests mm -hmm. they're dealing with are, are not right like they're just trying they're trying to be miserable yeah. and i want so badly because like as a guest i can say what i want to like mm -hmm. fight fight for the cast member so is yeah. that something you appreciated like were you like cla clapping yes. on the inside when that happened i they would they would come out of nowhere like they would uh, like just condense out of thin air and i'd like ah oh, hi and they would say things and i would just stand there and i wouldn't say anything and they would walk away and i go also what they said uh yes so yeah, yeah it was very much said. appreciated especially at the beginning when i was like hi hi, hi guys I, I need you to i was very very timid about oh, yeah. it and then again the more people had unsavory words i was like okay Mm -hmm. I don't have time for this. You need to move. You will lose a toe potentially. Right. So you're you cannot sit on that opinion, trash can. But I don't want to hear it when it, your toe's cut off, sir. Thank you. Right. You need to go. You cannot stay here. You don't have to go home, though. Like Nothing <laughs> makes me more angry than when a cast member is, like, literally, clearly looking someone in the face and asking them to do something, and they just stand there and they don't do it. It makes me so mm -hmm. mad. Like, I'm like, okay, now this person's ruining my day because they're not listening to what they're trying <laughs> to tell them, and it's oh, super God. irritating. Absolutely. Especially when it's I used kids. to take oh, everything sorry. this. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> kids actually listen better than adults sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, know, more like teenagers. Me. More like teenagers. Oh, just, they're, they're, they're like almost a step above, mm -hmm. like, these adults that couldn't care less. They don't, uh, a lot of times they forget to bring their their common sense and you know that's kind of why pack exists is to help them remember that there is still things going on that could potentially you know ruin their vacation if they're not going to abide by what is being asked of them so yeah what was the daytime parade when you were packed that was before was that must have been before so, festival Tennessee, right so yeah so i was uh a I started as a float driver a couple years after Festival of Fantasy, but I was an attendant when that started. So I came in, that would have been 2008, 2009, and that was Celebrate a Dream Come True. No. Oh, yes. Disney Dreams Come True? I don't remember. I just so know that uh, CDCT, or Celebrate a Dream Come True, was there. And, yeah, that was it. That was what it was. And then I remember I... Yeah, and then Fof came a couple years later, so CDCT okay. was what was happening then. Gotcha, gotcha. 
And I have to ask you this. This is one of my favorite questions mm-hmm. to ask a cast member who have worked in the park. I have not actually worked at the parks. I've only worked at one resort. So I don't get these questions a lot, and I'm fascinated by the answer. So this, you may have to rack your brain here for a moment. Okay. Maybe I'm putting Lead you on, on the spot. But I have, <laughs> I have learned from people who have worked in the area. And my go-to example is always, if a guest were to come up to me, let's say, and ask, what is that wire that's hanging from Cinderella Castle? Oh, sometimes Tinkerbell sprinkles too much pixie mm-hmm. dust in the castle, and this way it doesn't fly away. So I would imagine <laughs> that you have some stock phrases of things that you would get repeated questions about that we, we want to keep the guests in show and stuff. Do you remember any of those types of things? Uh, I have one go-to, and I, I the first time I heard it, I was like, I will use this forever, and I don't think I've known any other, but it is the cable line that Prince Charming uses to get ESPN in the castle. Okay. <laughs> and they and go, very good and very well. really? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, it, it, it's a Disney channel, so <laughs> Disney owns ESPN, so it's very believable. And they go, really? And I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm a bad liar, but I'm a really, really good storyteller. Like, and go. no follow-up so questions because I don't know what teams you follow, so leave me alone. I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have a good day. Bye. Yeah, bye. Need to on the bye. <laughs> <laughs> now, I am also – I am curious as um, – being a float driver, I'm curious with that transition, what is the training mm. like for that? So when I started, let's see, I started, we have, we started at a level three, uh, and then go up to level two and level one is the highest one, obviously. Um, so as a level three, when I started, there was, um, the, uh, DEP. So the electric parade, mm-hmm. um, before it left. Um, <laughs> and Moment so those silence. are all the little, oh, that's, Whenever I hear DEP, I just thought of overtime. They're like, you want to extend? I absolutely yes. would love to extend because yes. it's so much fun. Um, but those would be the little the little whirly bugs, mm-hmm. which if you spun more than three times, which you're not allowed to, um, you will get sick. Oh, and that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I never did, but I started right out of the gate. I was like, I'm going to be ambitious. No one's going to see me. I was wrecked for the rest of that parade, Ooh. and I had been out there for a minute and a half, and I was yeah. like, there's so much more of this parade route. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so they start with the bugs um, and the caterpillar, if you remember that one. That one yeah. was a very strange one. You had to climb in all willy-nilly, and your legs were like in stirrups. It was just a very, very compromising position. That is just You don't know how you got there, but it would still move, and you're yeah. like, I love this. Yeah. So... And then, uh, so level two, I, it left before I got trained in level two. My parents came to visit and I was like, I can't do training at three in the morning and then go to the park, you know, at 7 a.m. So yeah. I was like, maybe for the next time. And they're like, by the way, DEP is leaving. And I said, oh, okay, Aww. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but currently in the park, the level twos, uh, are, um, the Tinkerbell float that, uh, Tinkerbell rides on the treasure chest and the, we call it uh, GLO. Uh, I don't know what it stands for, <laughs> um, but it's the one that was in uh, Move It, Shake It, the one that uh, the MC would stand on, gotcha. or yeah, currently yeah. for my side, the one that uh, Mickey stands on at gotcha. the top. So that one. And then level one, I learned, uh, is pretty much all of Festival of Fantasy, with the exception of the Grand Marshal. That's a level three because you have full range of vision and um, you're visible. So that was a level three as well. Um, but Festival of Fantasy is all level one wow. because the, um, a good majority of them have cameras in them. Some of them are solely camera floats. Like they're, the only light you see is a light that's underneath on the ground. Some of them, there's no light at all. <laughs> what 
you mean um, you're meaning as like yeah. when you're driving them you can only see through cameras as to where you're going Ax yep okay. absolutely okay. so there's some that would uh let's see uh there was one uh so like the brave float that merida rides on hers there's three cameras is one that sees right out in front of you one to the left and one to the right you can never really see behind you in any of these floats um but they all had cameras in them even uh TikTok. That one is oh, that one's considered a whirly, yeah. but it, oh, that one gets hot in there. Let me tell you. Oof. Um, but some of them you can see out of. So like the tangled float, you could see it's not extremely useful, but it can be. Um, the Peter Pan float, uh, that one is a real good time. You mm -hmm. can see very little out the mouth, and you have to get real close to people to turn. There's there's a whole dynamic with it. You have to drive it from the back, but at the front, it's. Could go How on does that the, one, uh, the dragon one <laughs> but, work? Yes. Maleficent dragon. Oh, so she is she is her own business. Um, to the in the back are our spotters. So any float that we have that has a hinge on it is required to have a spotter because there is potential for anyone right. to decide to run in front of a float or try and go over the hitch. That is a humongous yeah. no-no, <laughs> and that is potential for being fired. So definitely don't do that. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Um. But she is very interesting. So she has a very tiny little wheel, and she turns from the back. So when you turn the wheels, it is turning the back of the float. So you start very early, and then you crank it very hard, and then you have to you, you start turning before you think you need to. And if you're lucky, you will not, you know, coast into the people because her... Um, <laughs> Her her feet are very wide. She 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 a hefty girl on either side. She got a little little extra in the paws there. She absolutely there's there's a lot of swing in there. You just you just let her do her thing and look at her and tell her she's pretty when she breathes fire. So yeah. <laughs> and is that controlled by the person in there as well when the fire? Between you and I, uh, it is not. So there was the float driver just is. Uh, responsible for driving the float i scowl because i'm visible <laughs> and why would i smile she's yeah. kind of uh an antagonist and a villain so i'm not going to smile at people everywhere else you should be smiling because right. obviously this is a festival and we like fun things um but no there is actually okay. the person on the front left is a technician and they are responsible for deciding whether or not it is safe for the flame to come out so if they just too windy no if you there's potential for anything to you um know, become ignited like trees <laughs> or you know the float itself yeah that that was that? uh that was a very <laughs> interesting day no so that so we so the crazy thing is uh the uh, the way that the fuel has been delivered is different. So before it was as long as you held the button, there was fuel coming out, which led to the problem. There was yeah. uh, excess fuel, and then you know poof. But now we have it. So once you you tell it that it, the the float that you're gonna okay. you know, send out the flame, there is only a certain amount of of fuel that goes into it. So it comes out, it stops, yeah. it cuts it off. So there's no access to the main fuel supply. Okay. So I don't know if that's a secret, but it's actually, I think, a really cool concept and yeah. something that they spent a very, oh, sure. very long time going back and forth about. So it's actually really good to know that safety was a humongous uh, thought in that. So I feel very great ever driving that. 
when she decides to sing and when she decides <laughs> to move. Sometimes she doesn't like to. She's very finicky. Like I said, she's she's a she's a uh, she's a naughty villain, and sometimes she just does what she wants. So but she'll move forward, and that's what matters. I would be the same way. It's hot out there. Mm -hmm. Ugh. She's like, and then you're like, come on, guys. Ugh. Give me a expectations are so high for her. I get, I just don't know, man. But she gets oh. like the biggest. Uh, she gets the biggest like crowd reaction though. Like who would have oh, thought? It's yeah. like if you don't have the fire breathing, but once the fire <laughs> breathing comes out, it's all over. The crowd goes. The wild. last time. The last time I drove her, funny you should mention, uh, she decided she did not want to animate or uh, spit fire or sing. And oh. I said, great. So <laughs> I can hear everything everyone does yeah. and everyone says. And I, my favorite thing anyone ever yelled to me and I said, don't respond. Don't respond. Just drive the float. Was, hey, make her do the flame thing. <laughs> you forgot. Oh. oh, 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 okay. Oh. All right. My, my bad. Thank you so much. I'm so glad yeah. you're there. And I was like... You forgot to nope, do it. Nope, you got a smart... Yeah. You're like, <laughs> My problem is, is I have a very smart mouth that gets me into trouble mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's better to just... Just say just, nothing. Just yes. not. Yep. <laughs> I'm actually winning by not saying anything. That's why I yes, can never so. work pack, because I would be like, listen here, lady. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it just... <laughs> if yeah. Beth were working pack, she would be the one breathing fire the whole time. Honestly, um, I don't think I could work in a Disney park. That's just how bad it is. Like, I just... I don't have any patience for any... Because I've worked in like food service enough that I'm like, uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm over all of you people. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I can't There's a it. time and a place that you can just, you say what you need to say, but then you go back and you tell your, your manager, your leader, you say, okay, so between you and I, I did say this. If they come to guest <laughs> relations, yeah, that was me. Yeah, but this is why I did it. I, if I can justify yeah. what I'm saying, I'm going to apologize to somebody about the way I said it. Yeah. And it came out in the moment. And I just go, oh, don't say it. And then you say it. And you're I like, know, you're like, G well, <laughs> that happened. Cannot put it back. <laughs> G darn it is going to be my new G rated phrase. I'm going to start saying. <laughs> G darn it. So Dylan, let me ask you. So way back in the day, uh -huh. uh, I mm -hmm. did a Keys to the Kingdom tour, and one of the things I talk about, one of the many mm. things I talk about, were like the e stop, the emergency stop buttons that are on some of the mm -hmm. sides of the floats in the event that someone on the outside of the float needs to, if I remember correctly, yes. needs to stop the the float. So with that said, is that something you ever experienced and or do you have an earpiece in the whole time? Like, are you able to communicate with anybody? Yes. So we all have radios, even uh, so the drivers inside of the float is extremely loud. So we have these real nice earmuffs that you can hear the music a little bit. Yeah. And um, everyone else in the radio chatter if you need to speed up, if there's weather coming. So, yes, they're, they're all on the same channel. Um, there is an e-stop on every float with the exception of the Grand Marshal. Okay. Because it's, they just, there really wasn't a place to put it, and you're just very accessible to the driver, so it wasn't really mm -hmm. a thing okay. that was, that they needed to have happen. Right. Um, but I have, yes, I am a very, I try to be a very active spotter, uh, especially with our uh, cavalcades that are happening now. Mm -hmm. um, the only spotters we have are for the princess float because that thing is ancient <laughs> and yes. uh, it carries a lot of weight and uh, it takes a lot for it to stop. So there's like eight of them on there. Uh, the drivers all have them in their compartment as well. So if they need to, it'll stop. It doesn't completely just jolt you, but it will shut everything off, including the drive. And you will just kind of more or less coast, and you it'll just assist you with not going forward. So yes, um, the short answer is yes. Good. I have hit it before due to a guest stepping too close, mm. 
or it, it drifting too far sometimes when you first are in a float for the first time so you know the first day you ever drive any festival fantasy float everyone is very aware yeah. Yeah. um the captain's always watching you they're always in a very good place where there are usually big turns or um, just spaced out enough that they are accessible if they need to be um, but I have hit it for new drivers, for guests, for a myriad of things. So I would rather do it and be safe and then have to go back and restart everything than be like, ah, I don't want to have to write a statement. There was yes. an incident, you know. I've never had an incident thus far. That's a little far, different so. than, uh, sorry I said this, but yeah, I did say it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> You, so. My voice is under, is not under control, but I can control the float a little bit more <laughs> with, if I if I try. So it's so probably a little less complicated. Um, you did mention yeah. that if there was a, a weather event coming, so you know Florida weather, it's sunny and then all of a sudden <gasps> skies are opening up. But I imagine that there's someone somewhere keeping an eye on on radar. I mean, even in mm -hmm. my role in transportation for Disney Vacation Club, we were keeping an eye on weather because if the wind was a certain miles per hour, we were not allowed to operate our vehicles for safety yep. reasons. So mm -hmm. how like panicked does it become when like all of a sudden there's the storm rolling through when you're like you j like you guys just the parade just started but you got to get to the end of the route right like what what happens in that case so there's always there's this phrase that we always talk about and it's just because they've used it for years and it's oh there's a window mm -hmm. so that means oh there's potentially rain or weather coming but there is a small little bit that we could probably put a parade out give give the guests some kind of show and be fine that is often not the case <laughs> and they'll say hey so we're gonna we're gonna speed this up um there's actually for the whole park um they have what's called central is just what we call them and they actually um ours monitors if i'm not mistaken for uh here us here at walt disney world but and there's a different room where they monitor for other parks if you will, I want to say at least they used to. I toured a very long time ago, and there's a whole separate room for different areas of like the world. I'm not sure what it is that they do, but they're they're in charge of that and making sure all the music goes on when it's supposed to. A lot of it runs by itself for the Festival Fantasy, um, but a lot of cues are called through that, so they take care of that. So they're kind of like our um, our central nervous system, yeah. if you will, of controlling of how everything just kind of goes together. So they can do things with the floats. Um, for festival fantasy the older ones are a little bit trickier i'm curious about what a normal like work shift for someone in that position looks like i mean because obviously you do a float you do a parade but that only mm -hmm. lasts for so long so what is like a normal work shift mm -hmm. for like a level whatever you know what i mean yeah so uh back when we were still all completely open full mm -hmm. throttle uh we would come in and you spend a lot of time cleaning the floats uh because in the areas that they are we <laughs> They oh, get yeah, dusty I've seen it. Or, it's crazy how, yeah. how all of that works. My, uh, we did Keys it, to the Kingdom tour, and it was the week that uh, it was the electrical parades last week. So we got to see the warehouse oh. where they keep it. And so they showed us, like, here's mm -hmm. how we put everything in here so strategically. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? So many light bulbs. My crazy. goodness. We were responsible yeah. for going through that. That was yeah. a lot. You come in, and you're like, okay, it's this one. Now I got to find the light. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, you turn them all on. It was it was a process. but yeah. uh, So we, we would come in. Um, whichever time there's different times you come in based upon which ones you were driving and you would either start out by driving uh, one of the move it shake it's or you start out by cleaning okay. and uh, we have a dispatcher who is responsible for pulling out all the floats you can't go out without one um, they are a necessary person 
So yeah, so there's a lot of cleaning, a lot of cleaning the bubbles off of the bubbles float. Oh, it just, yeah. it would spit out. That's uh, that's the last one, uh, the monstro, mm -hmm. uh, that Pinocchio sits on yeah. top of, and it just spews out bubbles, and it just covers the float, and they are very slippery. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, that, that would be a whole thing. You're like, all right, there's three of us. We're gonna get together. We're gonna do this and get it as pretty as possible. Cool. Uh, sometimes there was birds that would nest mm -hmm. up in the rafters, <laughs> and birds have little regard for where they are doing their business yep. and sometimes it's usually on top of the floats and you're like clean okay that. or they build nests in the floats and you're yeah. like no i'm so, buddy i'm so sorry <laughs> you can't be here this is this is as not you're like it, spraying sis. it off the float you're like sorry nope right i'm like i gotta pick her i'm like i hope there's no babies in here i took oh, this no. out yesterday so <laughs> just being vigilant about it is just is, is definitely key for keeping them nice and whatnot but they've nice. been sitting for a minute so they're gonna need some quite the tlc when the when the time right. hopefully rolls around i have no idea when that is I just mm, sent yeah. out good vibes that now with uh, everything changing a little bit. You've also uh, offered a new perspective for me because I get a little frustrated if I'm hanging up my own Christmas lights and one or two light bulbs around. But I can't imagine yeah. walking into what used Those to be blows. the electrical parade. Like, I will never complain about that again. You did also mention you were a character attendant at some point, right? Was yes. that also in Magic Kingdom or was that a different park or resort or something? So they are actually global. I yeah. started in Epcot. That was my first, uh, Magic Kingdom was my first park at, in, when I did pack, but uh, Epcot was my first in entertainment. And so there you don't, it's a lot of you by yourself. In other parks you have, you'll have like a partner or you'll rotate throughout depending on, you know, what the location is. But in Epcot, you would have one attendant for the most part. So you relied on yourself and it was, it was very good um, character development to be able to handle everything yourself you didn't rely on anybody else mm -hmm. it was okay i made this decision it was me you know yeah. and being that it was upcut there was uh, copious amounts of alcohol involved mm, yeah. and comments <laughs> you're like ma'am mm. i will not be having that you will leave this line and yeah. i think that's what made it very easy to be a lot bolder from mm -hmm. the role that i had before because mm -hmm. i just no i'm here to do a job i'm so sorry you are not within the parameters that I'm going to allow, so deuces. Yes. Gotta go. <laughs> the cast member was quoted as saying deuces. Yeah. And you said deuces. Did you say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. I did say that. I did. I'm so sorry. Ma'am, you're hammered. You cannot be. You cannot take a picture with Anna and Elsa. I'm sorry. Right. Oh. <laughs> or ma'am, or sir, you, you cannot say those things to Jasmine because at the oh, time gosh. she had a different costume and there was a little bit more yeah. exposed. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Oh my gosh! You I know, can only imagine. Gross. I can only imagine. They're uh, just as terrible yeah. as you imagine, so <laughs> we don't even need to discuss it. But I've I heard it all. I bet you have heard it all. So then, oh. Dylan, were, was there a particular mm -hmm. character that you like being the attendant for? Because you know the characters have their individual personalities. They, as a guest, there are some that I love doing meet and greets with over others because you know I just maybe have more mm -hmm. of an, an emotional attachment. But I'm sure there was one or two that it was like, oh, I get to be the character attendant for someone. So today I'm going to have a great day. Mm -hmm. So near the end of my college program, I was with Duffy. Do you know who Duffy is? Yes. So a friend who doesn't, he's Mickey's bear that Minnie made for him so he could travel the world and have a friend. He always had all those. He said, I think you can still buy different outfits for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not that I have one, but I do. And he is <laughs> um, he is in a very cute, adorable Eeyore onesie because I'm a grown man. And I work at the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> so naturally, 
Um, he also has lots of friends, Shelly Mae, and that's all I can think of. That's, that's, that's his there, girlfriend. Yeah. She's yeah. real cute. Um, uh, but Mulan was my first character that mm. I was with out of training by myself. And I, it was the first time I had experienced an interaction with a Make-A-Wish, um, oh. Make-A-Wish child. Yeah. So, um, there is more that can go because again, we, we never want to assume what a situation is. It may be someone, um, is visiting is celebrating, you know, an achievement, you know, they, they overcame this, um, ailment or whatnot, or it may be their last wish. And this is the last thing that they're going to be able to do, but we treat it all as if this is like monumental in yeah. like everything because it really is and being able to and no one really prepared me for it they were like you're gonna have these you know these families you know they'll come right to the front of the line we want them to see as much as possible because it's not my business to know what they need to do for that day right. we mm-hmm. just know that this is what they want to do so we're gonna make accommodations for that yeah and that was kind of all that they gave you because it's a case-by-case case, and i i don't remember all the details of it uh but they did, it was one of the the, fir- it, it, the first day and they came up and I just watched it and I was like I'm, I'm uh, about to cry in front yeah. of all these people <laughs> yeah hold it together man pull your life right it's yeah. just it uh-uh and I just yeah and, you know little 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 condensation fell out yes. my eyeball um <laughs> uh, but that, that was definitely that was the one that's definitely stuck out. There was another Make-A-Wish one, mm-hmm. if you want to hear about it. Yes. Yeah. So I, I've actually, I t- the time I told my parents months later, I don't know why, but I also, I was like, I'm not an emotional person or like a crier, but like I'm an empathetic person. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been known to happen, but uh, you'll never see it anywhere on the internet. <laughs> um, but I was, uh, when... Beast would meet with Belle in France way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he would come out, and there was a Make-A-Wish family I had visited earlier in the day. And I had, uh, at that time, we had an extra attendant. So they hung out, and they were taking care of the line. And you know, I talked to this kid, and he was very cute. He was like six or seven. And we talked about all this and that. And, you know, he visited with Belle and Beast, and then came back, and we talked about, oh, I don't even know. We we had a really good. I had a really good storytelling experience in that moment, mm-hmm. and then he came back uh, later in the day to talk to me, and I was like, "What? Yeah. Me? I'm just I'm just the help, and yeah. I and I'm okay with that. I like being the help. I don't like always being center stage, you know." And we just talked about this and that, and I looked up at one point, and the dad was recording, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't know all these business." Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then I, I think like the dad had spoke to the other tenant, but they were like, this is his last trip. Like he has like maybe a month left. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. okay. And now that family has me talking about castles mm. and dragons and the most crazy things, but very normal for Disney conversations, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what they have is me there. And that just, it just blew my mind. I've never ever been like, you know, a focal point. Again, I like being the help. I like Mm -hmm. being behind the scenes and making things happen. And that just was just life changing. I was like, is this what this job is? Oh no, I don't know if I can keep doing this. (laughs) So, but yet here I am many, many years later still doing it. Yes. Can I, can I tell you, so I know you were kind of joking by saying you're a grown man who works at Disney, but it is moments like those that, that happen at Disney that pretty much like 
only happen at Disney, yeah. right? This is like the place that so many people want to go year after year after mm-hmm. year, and sometimes they, they don't have the ability to do so. But moments like that are the reason why I moved to Florida to work for Disney. It mm-hmm. is the reason why I will do anything I can to continue to work for Disney. So I'm, so thank you for sharing that kind of stuff because that is Absolutely. that is the thing that makes me realize I don't care if I'm a grown man trying to work at a place no. that was built for family and kids because that's the coolest stuff. Like that yeah. to me is the it reason is. why I do what I do. Absolutely. Disney's an escape from reality. And as a, I also work as a deployment coordinator, which we can talk about later. But um, so I greet people at the beginning of their day. I don't pretend to know what the journey was like from the time that they woke up to the time that they saw me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to be that person to be a negative mm-hmm. uh, influence on their day. So that works the same with any guest that comes into any of these parks. Like a lot of these, Disney is. It, it's really no secret, but Disney is it's fairly expensive, especially, yeah. you know, you know, you have a, a, a large family or even like two kids. It Like they, they we talk about that when we're, we're learning about in our traditions class about, you know, the average family spends thousands of dollars on, you know, a week long and they save for years and years and years to come here. And, you know, what they have dealt with to come here and what they are currently dealing with is something that we may not be able to even fathom. So the opportunity to make it a, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity, because it may be a once in a lifetime opportunity. This may be, they may never be able to come back for, you know, years on years or, you know, at all, you know, Nana coming at 80 years old, like the likelihood of her maybe coming again is maybe not so high. So doing whatever you can within reason to, you know, make this something they talk about for years to come is, you know, definitely the highlight. So the people that yell at you are just kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> just a little side piece. That's, That's yeah. why it's Stuff very easy to put up. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. easy to put, up, to put up with any of that because you're like, you know what? That's okay. And sometimes I've looked at them and, I, and they'll, they'll yell at me, you know, about the line being closed. And I'm like, do you feel better? And they're like, I'm so sorry. I said, you don't need to be sorry about anything. I was like, yeah. vacation is exhausting. I don't yeah. know how you do it. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're still close. So. <laughs> yeah. But not going to change my mind, but sorry. Yeah. But I'm here to listen. I'm in ear. I do not take all these things to heart. If you want to yell at me and cuss at me, all right. Whatever. So what he's saying, everyone out there, is if you see Dylan in the park, just go up to him, yell at him, say everything in the book, and he'll take it. He'll just do, he'll, he'll do what <laughs> he has to do. Whoever you're mad at, just take it out on him. <laughs> I'm looking for Dylan. Oh, boy. <laughs> We've been looking for you. Okay. All right. What do you want to talk about? Do you need a therapist? I'm very free. <laughs> I'm included with the price of your ticket. I'm a good listener. I'm not very always the greatest at advice, but yeah. I'll definitely. It may not be licensed, but I definitely <laughs> will do it for you. Um, let's right? let's talk about TikTok for a moment because that is that is oh. how you came up on my radar <laughs> because this was right at the time when Disney announced a relaxed version of the the Disney look, which is either infamous mm-hmm. or famous depending on your perspective. Um, yep. of how cast members can express themselves and the freedom of mm-hmm. which they're able to express themselves. And the reason why you caught my eye, and I watched the whole TikTok and shared it, was because you were one of the first I happened to see that had uh, that was that spent their working shift with nail polish on. And the uh-huh. idea that a person who identifies as male, let's say, could wear nail polish, that you couldn't do it. And even my wife, who also is in the same boat as me, we're, we're getting back to Disney one way or another, but she's excited mm-hmm. to go back now that she can good, also like good, wear good. bright colors of nail polish because that's like her thing. Uh-huh. That's her jam. Yeah. So I just think it was cool that you were out there making a you know a nice little video about that, about how happy you were to be able to to do that kind of thing. And I would imagine as a customer, you kind of like walk around thinking like, ooh, something else I get to do that is more right. me than it was yeah. before. 
absolutely. We uh we introduced a fifth key of inclusion with um which not only translates to Disney Look, but um just with everything that's been happening in the last year in the world, uh just being able to allow our cast in particular the ability to express themselves in a way that they feel most genuine and most true to themselves. Disney for me is a safe space mm -hmm. and it always has been, you know, being very openly gay <laughs> and fabulous sometimes. <laughs> um, it can be very nerve wracking to go anywhere and consider holding anybody, you know, holding a boy's hand out in public. Mm -hmm. it, it's terrifying the thought of just, you know, going somewhere with another male who, you know, may be more effeminate. That's terrifying because mm -hmm. Like my city where I grew up is not a is not an unforgiving place, but I still am you know weary of, of yeah. people there. Yeah. Um, but just you know these these small changes uh, actually have a huge impact. A lot of you know our uh, our our cast may identify as he him or she her or they them. There's you know and there's there's many more that I want to do justice, but I don't know all of them in uh, and all my 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 knowledge to do it good but you know being able to wear the costume that you know you associate with it you know maybe you were born a male but you associate you uh, identify as female being able to wear a costume that was primarily you know made for a uh, female identifying uh, person uh, is is a big thing you know I've, I've seen a lot of uh, a female identifying or just presenting female wearing you know a uh, pants and a tie and I'm like I love that mm. so much for you I love that you know you feel most comfortable and you know it, it doesn't even necessarily mean that you're you know gay or straight or bisexual or anywhere in the um, alphabet on mm. there um, it just may be what you feel most comfortable with so I just I like wearing pants but if I wanted to do a role and wear a skirt I could absolutely do that I've worn a kilt before, and that's a bit too breezy for me. Yeah. Merida was a fun time with, like, you're going to wear a kilt. And I was like, you know what? Oh, all right. I'll try <laughs> this it out. Is, this is straight. I had to learn how to kneel down. Mm. They're like, kneel like a lady. I was mm -hmm. like, that's a little that's a little sexist. But also, I don't know how to do that. you got to, like, smooth underneath. Yeah. So you're not, you know, mm -mm, no secrets are out. But it, yeah, I just, uh, it was just, it was a really crazy just thing that just happened I was like no this this can't be real you know I heard it from you know some Twitter account of like uh, some Disney news not from an actual Disney source yeah and then we went on the hub which is our central location for lots of information and access and resources and it sure enough was yeah. right there Disney look has changed as of this day like it is yeah. we have a uh, the Disney lookbook and it had already been updated it's a lot it's much smaller it does not identify a gender in any of these things so if you want to have your hair long it you know that's mm -hmm. fine it doesn't matter who or which you identify as yeah uh, as long as it's above your shoulders and that's always been the thing or you know it, it looks neat and tidy like your fingernails are still you'll have a certain length of them no long acrylic nails you know mm -hmm. food and beverage still have their mm -hmm. their guidelines they're a little bit different because yeah, food safety food. yep right uh-huh but like there we had a very small color wheel very um muted colors for at the time females mm -hmm. to paint their nails and now it's just anything except for decals and large mm. glitter okay large so glitter. 
Yes. I, I think it's actually glitter altogether. They've yeah. changed that one in recent. I was like, but what if it's part of everything? Like I like I like ones that are not shiny. Okay. Very very earth tones. Okay. I like the outdoors, so I need to reflect. But like it was just it was crazy to be able to just go out there and have my nails painted. It was actually the first day. You're like doing everything day. to like kind of touch your face or like. Uh huh. Or nails. like the first day I was kind of hiding there. I was like, I, yeah. I, this doesn't like. I feel like you're getting away last, with something. Yeah. Like almost 13 years. There's been a very rigid way that, you know, mm-hmm. Disney has presented themselves. And, I, you know, I understand, you know, you, you want to preserve a, uh, magic and an atmosphere in order to do that. You know, you have to have guidelines. Mm-hmm for the way that you look and uh, the way you're presenting yourself and the energy you're giving off to the guests that are yeah. there. But being able to be, uh, I think, your your true self, you know, whether your hair is long or short or whether your nails are painted or, you know, whether or not you're wearing pants or a right. dress, you know, it's just, it's a reflection of you. And I find that when I've worked in other places uh, before where the guidelines weren't as strict, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of kind of missed that. I was like, no, I, I like that it was you know kind of rigid and everyone kind of adhered to this. Yeah. But now with with this change, it I it kind of opened my mind more. So I was like, you know what? It is still very possible for everyone to be able to do the job that they are hired for. Right. But just to feel more comfortable with it, you know, feeling empowered makes you reflects in how you speak to people and the Mm -hmm. smiles that are on your face and the things you say and the extra mile that you may feel that you can go because you feel confident yeah so it is it is a a very small things that happen but like they spoke volumes Mm -hmm. and i just i i was a little blown away by my whole day when people were like i love that and i was you know grown up expecting people to say negative things oh you're gay and you know these these and that slurs you know mm-hmm. you can use your imagination um but to hear the opposite of that was just cr- crazy yeah. you know i'll tell you as a guest we've been you know visiting the park since that change mm-hmm. has uh, been implemented and there are times when like my wife and i will be going we'll just we'll know like clearly this is someone who is excited to be able to express themselves or always like mm-hmm. we like look at you like good for them because they could just tell like they look a little bit happier. Yeah. Even something so small yep. as people can show certain size tattoos on certain parts of the body. Oh, like, how yeah. did I forget that? Yeah, yes, that's like, a, and I don't, well. I don't even mm-hmm. have any tattoos, so I'm not worried about it. But um, if I were to get a tattoo, I think it would be, I don't know what it would be. I feel it would like be on no my idea. forehead and it would be, yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It would be a, a peanut Ooh, butter pie from the contemporary. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, no judgment there. Yum. Have you ever had the peanut butter pie? Ah. Uh, Dylan, it's a know. yes or a no. If you would, if you had it, you would remember it because it's he's a life-changing now, experience. He's now challenging you. You need to do it. Oh, gosh. Contemporary Cafe. As, as long as it's vegan. It's no. probably not. Probably <laughs> oh, not no. Vegan. I'm sure uh, it's a baked good, so I'm sure there's either milk yeah. or egg in it or something. Yeah. Well, you can have the t- I can have the tiramisu from Kate May. I just learned. I said, what? Oh, that's I not, that's tiramisu not peanut butter pie. <laughs> it is not. So I'm going to have to... Indulge a little bit. We've made some strides to make things more plant based in all of the locations, but maybe they'll get on board and make a vegan peanut butter pie. We're putting it out there. Uh, So we get out there in the world. I've had it. I mean, Disney listens Uh, to our podcast, so, you know, listen up. Yeah, all uh, all of the Bobs, uh, (laughs) Iger, Chapek, they all listen Mm -hmm. to this. They're our biggest fans. Yes, they should. We love that. Uh, so Dylan, it's been some time. We could probably yeah. talk forever, but there's there's no need to actually spend days and days talking. But thank you so much for for hanging yeah. out with us, for for letting us know a little insight into the parade. Honestly, it was the parade float stuff that I had the most questions about. So thanks for chatting yeah. about that the most because I that is a like lot. that's our, our most.
this unique uh, perspective here in this particular conversation. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. Absolutely. And it was free. So you didn't have to pay for the tour. <laughs> you didn't right. get to see the stuff, but you did get to hear I a little bit about it. So. Visualizing. Yes. From someone who does it. It's nice to hear it from people who do it. Yeah. So yes. Very much so. Be like, I know that's for sure true. Mm-hmm. So. All right. And we'll put your information in the episode uh, description as well so people can find you even more easily. It's the same for both the Tic Tac. I'm sorry, the Tic Tac. We call it the Tic Tac here. (laughs) It's refreshing. So, well, you want to watch some Tic Tacs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, As well as the IG. Perfect. So, Mm -hmm. uh, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love to talk. So We love it. We love to talk too. So, you're in good company. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. You know, he made me want to run out and drive a parade float. I know. And I, I'm like, now every time I see any kind of cavalcade or parade or whatever, I'm going to be like looking in there, like, wait, I'm going to be waving like at the float. People are going to be like, why are you yeah. waving at the actual float? I'm like, because there's someone in there and I know it. <laughs> I've talked to one of them. It could even be him. I don't know. Yes. I think Love it's that, interesting though. that like, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of window they can look through. And even mm-hmm. though they probably can't see much because they might have a camera, I think it's just probably nice for them to know the outside world still exists. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, oh. The real world but Also, I, f- I feel like that is a role that I would like. Like, yeah, we've talked we've talked many times. Like, I probably wouldn't be great at working at Disney just because I've got too much of an attitude um, with people. But I feel like that role I could do. And I think it would be really Beth, fun. Listen, it takes both people <laughs> on stage and backstage to make the show happen. If you want to have an off stage or a backstage be, role, yeah, I need to be you backstage. can find one. Yeah. Yes. I need to be backstage for sure. But yeah. All right. Awesome. We got a quote coming your way, uh, as always, to end our episode. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at that park life podcast. And of course, my personal account is at the Disney Greg. I'm at the healthy hot mess. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. If you want to send someone, you know, a magic gram, if someone out there needs a little pixie dust sent their way, you can submit your request for a free magic gram on our website thatparklifepodcast.com. Okay, a quote from the movie Moana, which Nicole and I just rewatched because I honestly couldn't remember a single thing about the movie except for the songs that have been made popular by parades and shows and stuff. By the way, what a great movie. Who knew? Such a good movie. Did you cry? Did any of it make you cry? Uh, We got got a a little emotion, but I didn't do full cry. The grandmother part makes me a little bit emotional. It's all good. Yes. Yeah, luckily it was not a full on. It was not the first 10 minutes of up situation. You know, we were able to remain composed. So this quote comes to us from the movie Moana. Be who you are on the inside. Short and sweet. I am Moana. That's who I am on the inside. Anyways, (laughs) we'll see you guys next week. On that (laughs) note, that's a perfect, perfect way to end this. All right. We'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.